There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, November 30th. I'm John Weigel here with Ben Berkeley and Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Our big story today emanates from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, which was confirmed to host the 2030 World Expo. We'll talk about what that means for the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and if World Expos are really worth the investment nowadays. But before we get into that, let's get you up to speed with everything else making headlines in the world of business and tech today. First up, a big happy first birthday to our favorite coworker, ChatGPT. OpenAI released ChatGPT one year ago today, and the current GPT-4 Turbo is trained on knowledge up to April 2023. But I'm just excited for it to catch up to last week. Moving from Sam Altman to Elon Musk, Tesla will make its first Cybertruck deliveries today during a shareholder-only event at a manufacturing plant in Austin, Texas. The company plans to deliver 10 stainless steel trucks, which range in price from $39,000 to a whopping $69,000. Kraft is officially going plant-based with Not Mac and Cheese, a dairy-free plant-based alternative to its signature white cheddar with shells. Ben and Juliet, I understand that you as well as I are big Mac enthusiasts, so I would love to know what your take on this is. You know, I suppose the more people eating Mac and cheese, the better, no matter what the varietal is. Juliet, what do you got going on? I always put sodium citrate in Mac and cheese, which is an emulsifying salt, which basically allows you to turn any cheese into Velveeta texture. I did not think we were going to hear some science right now. That is incredible. Yeah, because American cheese is really just cheddar with an emulsifying salt. And over time, preservatives have made it so that it's not even a cheese, it's a cheese product. But you can make a mac and cheese with pretty much any cheese you want and add a little salt of this sodium citrate. And it is very gooey. As, as the chef says in the menu, American cheese is the perfect cheese for a burger because it melts without breaking. And that is also true of mac and cheese if you emulsify it. Do, do we just end the podcast right there? Like, I don't know if it's going to get any better. Yeah. I don't know if I can continue after that. I, I have to order this salt. I'm going to add to my cart later. I, I would love if you could send me a link to it. Oh, yeah. Just look it up on Amazon. Sodium citrate, obviously food grade. And the bag, you'll have the bag forever because it's only like I, I just made mac and cheese for Thanksgiving and I think I used four teaspoons of it. You'll have it forever unless you make a lot of mac and cheese. I, I challenge you to make that much mac and cheese. <laughs> so you're are you a proponent of this plant based situation or are you kind of against it? I feel like it won't have the texture that I want, but I would try it. Maybe we'll do it someday. Yeah, maybe we'll just all have a little mac and cheese party together. Yeah, that, that'd be lovely, actually. All right, up next, Uber announced a partnership with London's Black Cab Taxis, a deal that will let 15,000 cab drivers opt into the app's trip referrals. Uber riders will be able to specifically request these taxis via the app with an upfront pricing estimate. I know every time I go to London, I am very frustrated when I'm greeted with a regular taxi because I want to live my best tourist life and get one of these black taxis. So I will be using that the next time (laughs) I venture to Great Britain. Fair enough. 
I mean, let's get let's get those double decker buses on there in the future. I'd I'd take one of those from the airport. Oh my god! In London, yes. In New York, absolutely not. Do not put me on one of those things. Fair. Okay. In the world of Mark Cuban, he's having a busy week. With 16 seasons in the can, he announced he'll be leaving Shark Tank next year. Then he actually sold his majority stake in the NBA Dallas Mavericks to Miriam Adelson, who is the fifth richest woman in the world and her family with her. And this last one goes out to all the fine Apple Music replay folks out there. I'm really, really sorry. But just like the rest of your friend group, we're talking about Spotify Wrapped right now. Spotify Wrapped came out with a web version for the first time this year, only for many users to get an error message with it. Android, iOS, and web users who do access Wrapped will find new features, including a character and a sound town based on their musical tastes. Ben and Juliet, if you haven't ventured into your sound town yet, do you think you can give me an idea of what it would look like for 2023? Yeah, I'm I'm too nervous to look and see what I've what I've done this year in terms of just like my Spotify stats. I feel like they're going to be just like really uneven. I don't know why, but I think my sound town, if I were to guess, I'm going to go with like Sun City West Arizona, which is a nice retirement community. <laughs> I'm just like an old I'm an old man when it comes to music and I will acknowledge that right now. I actually looked at mine and it's it's a town in Australia, which I, I guess is it's not what I was expecting. It's I guess it's where like I listen to artists from there. Uh, I thought it would be like a like a fake town, you know, like a some sort of fictional town. But it turns out, no, um, my character that it assigned me is a vampire because I apparently listen to a lot of dark music, it said. But my number one artist was Frederick Chopin. So I guess I'm oh. just... An old librarian listening to nocturnes over here. <laughs> you know, I actually found this playlist on Spotify recently that I might have to send to you, Juliet. And it's, I think it's called something like trying to find my vampire boyfriend in the mountains. I think you might like that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something I'd listen to, honestly. Okay, perfect. Okay, and now everybody on to our main story. The 2030 World Expo will be held in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Ben, can you tell us a bit about it and how this decision was made? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first off, let's just let's just acknowledge right here. World Expos, they're still happening. There it's this thing I feel like if you look back think about like the 1939 World Fair in New York and how glorious that was. These events are huge in history. They're these massive gatherings of the latest and greatest innovations. And we're, we're still doing it every five years. And now we have our host city for 2030. Uh, it was a really, really competitive uh, game to get it into Saudi Arabia, which we can talk about more in a second. But this is these events are put on by an organization called the Bureau International Day Expositions, which probably is sounds way more French if you actually say it the way they do. But there are, I think, about 182 countries in this, and they have overseen these events since 1928. Um, so still a really big deal that these are going around, and you'll find that out by how much other cities were campaigning for this. There's still really a huge economic driver in the cities that, that host them. Um, I think that the, you know, Dubai hosted the most recent one and uh, they, you know, kind of said it was pumped billions into their economy. One of Saudi Arabia's competitors 
in this cycle aiming for the 2030 Expo was Busan in South Korea. They did some research and found that this event, if they had hosted it, which now they will not, would have generated about $45 billion. Because this is a six-month event, would have produced about uh, half a million jobs as well. Well, you mentioned the amount of money that a country could potentially make doing an event like this, but maybe as far as Saudi Arabia is concerned, do you know how much they're paying to do this event? Yeah, I mean, they earmarked about $7.8 billion to host this event, which, you know, we will, it'd be really interesting to see how this all, how that's all spent. I'd imagine some of that tally has already gone toward just getting the rights to host this thing. I mentioned they're going up against Busan. They're also in it up against Rome. And, you know, everyone was pulling out all the stops. I think that ultimately the, the, the you know, the Saudi campaign was successful because they went really hard. You know, Crown Prince was, you know, kissing rings himself and they, they put on a big aquatic show and bring, brought in really fancy caviar and, you know, kind of wined and dined the, the selection committee here. They also brought in Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer star, who like filmed a video f- to support this campaign. He's being paid like $200 million to play there. And that includes like a term where he's supposed to help them kind of with their image problems. I think that's overall the whole thing with this acquisition of this event for the Saudis is this is kind of part of their like continued campaign to just like change their global image. And I think there's a term that's been used in the past, like sports washing. You're using these big global events to essentially bring attention to your country on the global stage and show, look how great we are. So that's kind of the the bet that they're making here. Is this like a country social rehab a little bit of a, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan and Saudi Arabia has actually done multiple in the past, uh, I think five years deals with the WWE and they've had big events in Riyadh and in other cities in Saudi Arabia to kind of also, I guess, attribute to that idea. It's going to be really interesting to see how this one plays out. There's also is a subplot that I will be personally watching with all of this is um, the unveiling eventually of the 2030 Saudi Arabia Expo mascot. If you want to look up the mascot for Osaka's event coming up, this guy is like, he's, he's something, he's something to look at. I'll just tell you that it's got like basically like a, a beard that like encompasses an entire head and it's got like five eyes scattered around it. Like there's, there's something magical about this mascot that I recommend you looking at. Yeah. Right. It looks like a Lovecraftian Eldritch Terror. Oh, do you remember that Nickelodeon show with like the monsters and the guy that had kind of the two hands as eyeballs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looks like that guy, but he found his eyes. Ah, real monsters? Yes, yes, that's the one. And he just kind of found more eyes. That's kind of what it looks like. It's Its name is uh, Miyaku Miyaku. Oh, I mean, good luck to the Saudi committee behind this trying to top this guy. Really, really interested in just what mascot. Uh, abomination comes out of yes. this. Same. All right, that's going to do it for us today here. A thank you all for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We will see you tomorrow.
Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.